Oh, I forgot my grapefruit. Oh well. I was meant to bring a grapefruit out with me. I don't really know why. A lot of the time there's a lot of a random stuff that I just... Not that I ignore it, but sometimes I forget. And I was meant to bring a grapefruit out with me. Oh well. Maybe there's a teaching in all this. Probably is. And one of the grapefruit apparently has more of a redder patch in it or something. I don't know, maybe it'll come out in conversation. I have no idea. Morning, Debbie. How is everyone this morning? Some stuff going on in that protection area on the right hand side again. Morning, Faye. You have six grandbabies. You deserve a medal. Good lordy. I hope they're paying you well. Could be a full time job. You could let people know up in uh, Mackay and they could drop all their kids around to you. Just letting the energy flow. Feeling some shifts already happening. I've been eating a lot of grapefruit. I don't think that has anything to do with it. But I go through, I've been eating a lot of oranges and a lot of grapefruit. And um, I'm being told to eat a lot of grapefruit at this point in time. Um, although I don't suggest eating grapefruit and oranges together. Particularly if you have an orange piece first and then you have a piece of grapefruit. That really puts hairs on your chest. Ooh. Um, but yeah, grapefruit at this point in time. And it's not for the vitamin C content. There's an energetic component to it as well. So now I just know that I listen, um, what well, I meant to listen. So I've been eating quite a few uh, grapefruit and I've always liked grapefruit. There's something about that. Although I do like lemon. I'm one of those people that even when you chop up lemon and you just eat it, it just mm, hits all the right spots. What did you say if I just love oh oh crap no i have another one thank you <laughs> oh you never know now people will ring up and go oh nana Fay, i'm bringing my bubba over yeah grapefruit i remember i don't know where this is leading so just go with the flow um when i was younger and I don't, I've never seen them here in Australia. I don't know if it was a German thing. Um, we used to have grapefruit, not when we lived in Germany, it was somewhere else. I think it was maybe in Malaysia. Um, 
we used to have grapefruit for breakfast, so you'd, you know you'd cut them in half, and and then we'd have. Ooh, the energy's really amping. Something's going on for people. Um, and the spoons that we used to have were like a little shovel, but they had like these serrated edges so that you could, you know, literally cut out uh, the grapefruit pieces and eat them like that. I don't know. I've never seen them over here. Um, has anybody has anybody seen them over here, or is it just something that's a European thing? I've no idea. But there was something about eating grapefruit with those spoons that I think I marveled at how the spoon was a knife all in one and I loved the feel of the way that the serrated edge of the spoon cut into like the edge of the bits of uh, or the pieces of the grapefruit and then literally being able to spoon them out one-on-one -on -one. there was something in that process I know I'm a little bit weird um, that just delighted me um, I think that way of eating is far more exciting than trying to peel it and then trying to break it up or cut it up and I think that trying to master the the perfection of trying to get that one piece out um, without breaking it was like a challenge. And when it came out and it was just sitting on the spoon, it was like this little piece of cake. Um, and it's interesting, I hadn't thought of that for such a long time, but the spoon is um, like a really strong memory now and just that the serrated edges, I had it on both sides and it just being shiny and I've always liked because I've got a background in design and all that kind of stuff and I um, really like the, the the interplay between objects and different surfaces and textures and um, and just I don't know if some of you are the same like having a, a fork or a spoon that's really nicely weighted or a pen that's really nicely weighted and you just think about the the design the hours of work that went into designing an object where it's not just you know mass produced for the monetary value of it or the monetary return that you get for it but it's about creating something that not is not only uh, visually appealing in a sense but also it addresses all of our senses in a sense as well and um, for me touch is very important primarily I'm very visual first and foremost that's how I learn but then for me I'm very kinesthetic I need to touch after that to cement the learning that I've just had visually so I see and I take in all the information and then I try yeah then I need to to touch and to do and I think um, for me when I go and you know out and eat food or whatever else or I go into a shop or 
or something. It's very the visual placement of things can you know can be highly appealing or highly off-putting. But then picking something up and feeling its weights and feeling its substance and feeling the way that it's it balanced in your hand, it then brings balance to your body as well because you know how sometimes when you we, you go and um, you go and pick something up and your mind had that perceived idea that it was going to be heavier than what it was and you pick it up and you're like oh that has no weight to it whatsoever and um and now i'm being shown like you know when you're watching um tv programs and they've got a cup of coffee you know a takeaway and you go there is nothing in that cup even though they, they're going you know oh, i'm picking it up and i'm i'm drinking it there is no substance to it because we innately can feel if something has a weight or a truth to it, if if that even makes sense. I don't know how that we got onto that from grapefruits, but anyway, this is what happens. So our perception of the world can be tainted very quickly, but we also being our own perception of what we know and what we've experienced into the space. And so for me, great design brings a truth to it where, and I can't remember where it was, but they, this restaurant I remember had these really well-designed uh, cutlery. I know, I'm a bit strange, but... Um, and when you picked it up, the fork literally balanced itself on your fingers and it had this beautiful weight to it um, and the same with the knife it was just like I don't know maybe that's the difference between um, bad chef's knives and good chef's knives I don't you know you know when you buy a really good set of knives that are beautifully weighted and it's such a pleasure and an ease cutting with them compared to ones that don't have a weight and that they have no substance to it and maybe that's the way in the way that they've been created yeah that there's been no and people would say there was no heart in it but for me it's like where's the person standing within the layers of self when they're creating something and I think design and art and um, music comes from the place deeper within ourselves and I think a lot of people when they do create and they're in that zone are they in call I think some of the time yes a lot of the time I think they're also in that energetic space but true design like beautiful beautiful design where there is not just the color but there's the depth of the person in that piece and it's a true expression of the artist comes from core where they're when they've gotten to a place I think in their art or their energetic expression of self that they're completely unhindered when they put paint to canvas or they write a piece of music that is solely them that is that speaks 
everything about who they are. And I think that's why art, when I talk about art, I talk about music and, and drawing and painting and pottery and all that sort of stuff, the expression of self, or even, you know, florists or whatever else. When then there is that true connection for the person and that they don't feel that they're restricted in any way, that is probably such a power, not such a, it's definitely such a powerful gift to this world. Because it holds, and I always talk about that, that all the colors of the rainbow in a healing sense, that we're able to give others that experience, all the colors of the rainbow, when we stand in that place of purity and, um, and honesty with ourselves. That if you are gifted in something, and we posted that this morning on the peak page, if you're gifted in something, why keep it to yourself? Yes, you may look at other people's artwork and whatever else and you might go, I cannot paint like that. I can't paint in a completely realistic manner. But maybe you're not meant to. Maybe the way that you throw paint around on a canvas holds your expression of self. And then that someone else who sees that will be able to take those colors the fluidity, the energy, and do something with that for themselves. And so many of us are scared about putting ourselves out there, you know, and, and art is one of those things, but music is particularly writing songs. And I came, my background was from playing in bands and uh, writing a lot of original uh, pieces, and I'm getting back into that now. Putting part of yourself out there, it can be very scary. But the further that you heal, the depth of your message changes. And the words that you write, and the words that you create, and the music that you put out there is very different. And it actually doesn't matter to you if people like it or they don't like it. Because through that, and being in core when you do things, it will bring something to the fore that no one else can bring into this world. Even if you were a master at drawing stick figures, but for some reason, you know, the main body you drew black and then the arms you did a different color. It's not the way that you draw the stick figure. It's the way that you sit in the space before you draw that stick figure, that that's what's important because the energy of where you are before you drew that stick figure is going to be what's in that painting or that drawing or that piece of music or the way you do floral arranging or the way that you do your herb garden or the way that you create um, tinctures or the way that you, I mean there's so many things, the way that you cut people's hair. Um, there's so many things, there's so many things that bring an element of uniqueness and beauty and gentleness into this world that we just want to hide because maybe at some point you know no one gave you any validation about you know what you created or they just thought yeah whatever you know and that it, it shuts you down but in these times particularly when 
This time has been given to us for us to explore more of ourselves and the connection to ourselves. And what can we bring into this world that provides a gentleness and a beauty and maybe gives someone a deeper understanding of themselves in a completely different way? And it's without words and it's without knowledge and it's without having to understand something because we're so driven by having to understand the next thing. Yeah, and then we need to apply it to our other learnings. And if we don't have other learnings, then we need to get more learnings to understand and apply the learnings that we just read. Yeah, but the, the understanding of the world and everything that's held within it comes from us, comes from the uniqueness of who we are and what we bring into this world without necessarily without thought and words and anything else. Nature doesn't do that. Nature doesn't come with a manual, like the tree here doesn't come with, you know, some words written on the leaf to go, make sure that you now inhale deeply because there is oxygen and there's also carbon dioxide and this and that and there's an exchange of, you know, photosynthesis and all this kind of stuff. No, there's a deeper understanding and a deeper language within everything and that's what we need to connect with and that's where your art and your gifts and um, whatever you bring into this world is so, so very important. And that is what we need. And it brings that connection to yourself even at a deeper level. And your connection with Source and the universe and why you're here. You know, maybe you haven't explored your gifts. You know, why, what gifts have you got that you haven't explored and that even if you go and try stuff and it doesn't work out, it always opens a door to something else. But if you don't try, you'll just be sitting in the same space. Yeah, it's like getting on the bike and just sitting on the bike and going, oh, that's a nice experience. And what about moving those pedals? And it doesn't matter what direction you go just go yeah a lot of the time with the bike initially we need training wheels and that's okay we have to start somewhere training wheels are good because you're less likely to fall over but you have to go you have to go in a direction it doesn't matter what direction you take and the more you're in that floor the more that you'll be guided you know your bike will be guided as to which street you're going to go down we go, no, 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 oh, we'll go here this way. Yeah, and we don't know what that direction opens up to. And it may bring that bit to you that you've been looking for. But if you don't get on that bike, you're not going to go anywhere. So what is the gift? What are the gifts that you have that you need to show this world, let alone for yourself? And I can feel people's layers going. It doesn't mean you have to go out and go, you know, to an art gallery or your local show or whatever else. You don't have to do that. Initially, when all this started for me, I didn't think I could write. And then the guided messages started coming through. And yes, I used to write songs and particularly lyrics and stuff like that. But it was so hard for me to put my stuff out because I judged myself so badly. 
um, and particularly writing music. But now the words just come because I'm sitting in that core space and source goes, this must be written. I'm like, okay. And the first time that I put that stuff out there, I was like, oh, what are people going to think? But it's like, no, it's the truth of what's given. It's the truth of what is. They're not my words. Just even better. Yeah. It's the same when I'm getting back into music now. And I recently um, bought a vocal, vocal looper, if anybody knows what that is. So you're literally vocally laying tr one track on top of the other. Yeah, and you can literally just build track upon track upon track upon track. And I was doing some of that the other day and I haven't sung I don't even know how long um, it was probably I don't know be about seven years ago I gave away all my all of my music equipment and um, all my recording gear my guitars my basses my rolling keyboard all that kind of stuff I gave it to a young musician I'd had enough I, I didn't think I was ever going to do music again that was still I was very um, within my post-traumatic stress and everything else and I just had no I had no desire to draw, to paint, to, to do anything um, and I was so lost and it's only been probably in the last 18 months or so as everything shifted and the presence is there all the time that it's not important as to what I put out because it's it just comes from who I am and from what source is giving through me and that's the power of the tracks that's really being created and where I sit there for hours and source is like no nope, not that sound that's not right and I'm like oh but that sounds so good no nope, that's not right and normally I spend you know at least 12 14 hours on on one track and then I'm completely wiped out for the next two to three days because the energy has been so strong to infuse in those healing tracks. And working with that vocal looper, like I've wanted one, for, I have actually wanted one for ages, but it was really, I was, it was daunting because everything would have to be then the fact that I would have to step into singing again. And um, so when I started laying down some tracks on this vocal looper initially it was like burp, burp, yeah um you know feeling a little bit inhibited and then it was like no what are you doing you're in this source space just do what what you're told to do and then i was going oh maybe i'll use one of my bowls and i'll lay that as a as a because you can use it with instruments as well but it's mainly used for vocals um like a, yeah vocal looping and so I used one of my, my bowls and I used that as a, like the bass, like a, um, a drone. And I played that and I'm like, Source goes, I told you just to use your vocals. And I'm like, oh, bugger. <laughs> Delete. Um, and then Source goes, but you can be your own human drone just let whatever needs to flow that tone from core because each layer has a unique note yeah that's what the songs of purpose one pure note which is 
the one pure note is when all the layers are together and they form one and that's what it comes from core as well but each of the layers of self also have a particular note and what I started doing was um, holding that note that was in core and recording that and then source goes now push out into the energetic now record that note and literally you record literally one on top of the other so it automatically you have the two notes or phrase or whatever you want to do and I started playing it and it was the most bizarre thing that as I was looping it the the notes or the tones were literally doing were vibrating so it ended up being like his own binaural beat for those people who do sound healing yeah you have a note or a tone and you have a tone but then the brain only really hears the tone in between and it was so strong that I actually had to switch it off and go that is just completely spinning me out um, but it was amazing it was absolutely amazing to then um, going back in and then started recording some other stuff and um, just vocally everything started opening up and shifting and being in core it brought an element to it that I've never experienced before so and then I recorded the track completely and then I played it um, and then I had to go lie down because my body was processing so it was I'm really excited about that I'm really excited about being able to put those out and see what they do for people's healing as well because it brings a completely different element to things so you're doing meditation tracks with vocal looping um, it's not vocal toning um, although I think I'll probably maybe add some stuff for that a little bit later but this was purely about um, sounds that I was told to use that will create shifts in the layers as well and then from that it flows out into the physical vessel and then create change and healing in the physical vessel as well which is fantastic so th there's a whole bunch of new stuff being given as well which I'm really really excited about um, and it brings me so much joy it brings me so much joy that the stuff that I had hidden within me or thought that I'd left behind that I need to peel back and let them grow again because every single gift that you've been given has been given to you for a reason in this lifetime so that you can help others with it and like I said you may be the master of drawing stick figures yeah but the way that you use color or the way that you you know you, you do ikebana or something and um, you create stick figures out of flowers or I, I don't know I'm just putting it out there but your gifts your gifts are for, for you but they're also gifts are part of your healing and your spiritual evolution evolution and use them use those gifts particularly if you know how to be in core and uh, work through your layers and calm stuff as things come up use those gifts because they've been given to you for this lifetime for so many different reasons I can feel people shifting it's beautiful I love the energy that flows it's just 
um, one thing I was um, reminded of during the night as we were doing some work on on things um, is that people are so focused on healing their physical vessel and it's going to start raining soon so I'm going to have to make it wind up very shortly um, so focused on healing the physical vessel and they're so driven by that and I understand that we've all experienced pain but healing really needs to be about stepping forward on your spiritual journey and stepping forward into that place of enlightenment or liberation or truth or freedom whatever you choose to call it and the byproduct of that is that the physical vessel heals so if we're constantly focusing on just healing the physical vessel we're kind of bypassing yeah, or, or tainting not tainting but we're slowing down that true purpose of what we're here for because we know that life moments are held in the layer of self as they come up it flows out the physical vessel and we get pain and dis-ease and all that kind of stuff but we focus too much on that it needs to be about where do you want to be at the end of this life where, where is your journey yeah, if you look back and go I missed all these years the potential of going that one step further that I don't want to have to do this again I don't want to have to do another 15,000 lifetimes if that's what you believe to get to a place that yes maybe then I only have to do two more lifetimes or three lifetimes or maybe no lifetimes but we need to shift our focus so much so particularly with everything that goes on in the world and how we're disconnected we're angry and we're fearful and we just need to be we just need to focus on that spiritual evolution that stepping further and further and further into our truth and into that peace and presence and wholeness and use your gifts for that yeah, even if you just churn out things once a month but it's for yourself you don't show anybody else and that's fine but as you heal all those walls start coming down and then it doesn't matter what you create because it has you in it it has oneness in it it has source in it and it doesn't matter when you put it out on Facebook it doesn't matter if someone says oh that looks like a donkey and it's meant to be a, a pigeon and you go oh well if that's what you read in it that's fine so this all started from a grapefruit and ended up wherever it is now we'll allow the energy to flow a little bit longer before I get rained on where do you want to be at the end of your life when you are in those moments of your last breath where do you want to be and that's a question that you need to answer for yourself because no one else can do that for you where do you want to be Allow the energy to flow. If you have physical pain, then maybe focus on that. Allow the energy to flow to it. 
And if you have physical pain or something going on, don't hate it. Don't push it away. Don't wish it away. Don't wish that body part wasn't there. Because it is part of you. It is part of your wholeness. Just allow it to flow. I think that's why I love teaching what I teach. And some of you don't know that um, the Sanu method is called Peak, which is the five layers. We're going to be putting it online shortly. We're still busy trying to get that all together so that more people have access to that. But what I love is that, yes, through the energy that flows through me, people get healing. But it allows people to accelerate their spiritual evolution a lot quicker. But when they have the knowledge for themselves as to how to go through their layers, they have control as well and they don't have to rely always on someone external to themselves, which is really important. But I'm just there as the, I don't know, maybe the energizer bunny or something to amp everything up and to accelerate everything. And know that everything is possible. Know that you're able to step into permanent peace and presence and wholeness and oneness. It is your birthright. And it's already there. It's underneath everything. It's already there. It's just waiting. Like, yeah? It's already there. So just allow the energy to flow. Just allow me to stand where I'm meant to stand for you. I'm just going to do a couple of things. Some people might get a little bit warm. If you're sitting really still, I just want you to maybe move your shoulders around and just your neck. Because sometimes when the energy gets um, flows and it gets caught up in the base of skull, and some people get you know, some really strong migraines as well. If you do get that, then maybe just go into that base of skull area and just switch the muscles outward. Yeah, or in, it doesn't really matter which way it is. Because it, get it gets caught up and then people end up getting... Um, headaches and stuff because the energy is so strong um, just shoot, move your that's better some people have shifted now thank you oh that's better Ooh. all right I'm gonna go
stuff sitting here because I, I get so much. Source just like natters away as a chatterbox. It's like, yes, yes, I'm doing that, I'm doing that. Is Ashley on the call? I don't know. Ash, if you're there. And you are all loved, yeah? You're all loved. There's a whole bunch of stuff that went into that nurture area on the left-hand side. And you're held... You're held in such deep reverence by Source. It's beautiful. It is so beautiful. You're so loved. Ah, so says he cries tears of compassion for people. we don't know how loved we are that's it Whew. just let that shift within you the energy is changing Many blessings to all of you.